When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the stars made me do it. You got Mimi and Sierra here. We're chatting. I don't. I haven't introed the public pod in a minute. <laughs> I know, right? We're doing uh, another one of our part series. We've got part of courage today. Yes. Yeah. How did you find researching this this part of courage? I found a little bit of info. And in our past yeah. episodes, if you've like listened to our part series, some of them a lot of information out there, a lot of sources. We can get some good stuff. Some of them, literally nothing except for how to calculate <laughs> Yeah, this it. is another part of victory situation where yeah. there's really not much online. But I feel like we got a lot from discussing and like fleshing out our thoughts behind part of victory. So I'm excited yeah. to see what comes out from part of courage. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like, you know, we'll get into it, but all of the parts are involving a planet in them and with this one being mars makes sense for courage and mm. i thought that that was fun personally that was fun for me because so many of the other calculations of parts have dealt with um, i i have the same part because we are using similar calculations and i have the same it's all in aquarius and so this one was exciting yeah. that i had, <laughs> that i had a different sign for this part of courage so yeah i'm excited to get into it i always like sharing a little bit of the astrology but nope a little bit of the mythology behind the astrology mm. and and that's going to be fun so yeah i'm excited to kind of just go back and forth about it and see what comes from it from what we do know about it yeah and you know what courage is it's funny that it is like delineated from mars because i wouldn't i mean yes mars is definitely bravery and and courage and being bold but i would like if i were to assign a planet to the term courage it would be the sun because I don't know, that to me is very much like more, oh, not warrior energy, but the sun being Leo, it's like they're so brave. They're so authentic. It's about shining and not being afraid of like how, who they're burning with their light and something like that. Um, but that's where this Mars, I feel like the part of courage being Mars uh, ruled or Mars related is like there are some more negative connotations to it. Like there's also more violence and like evil deeds involved. That's pretty much the only quote I could find online was it being evil deeds related. Yeah. 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 We have both the courage part of it, but then almost like the nefarious energy behind it somehow. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but before we get into all of that, just a reminder, if you don't follow us already, our socials are over on Instagram at the Stars Made Me Podcast. We're on TikTok at the Stars Made Me Podcast. And we are on Patreon at patreon.com slash the stars made me do it. We have a second podcast over there. We have three different tiers and you'll hear an ad about it soon. And it's a good time. And we've got a great community. And we literally go over the astrology weather of every week. So check yeah. us out over there. And yeah, so part of courage. What does 
the part of courage mean? (laughs) (laughs) Got me. (laughs) Honestly, the way that I looked at this was I was looking at my own experience with it. And when have I had to be most courageous? When did I feel like um, very afraid and then stepping up to that fear? Which, you know what? That's what this whole year has been about for me, really, is like whenever I do. And this is such a part of being an Aries is when I do have a reaction of fear or or yeah just like massive fear it's really challenging that and asking myself to be brave and asking myself to combat that fear or challenge that fear with action so it's I have some examples of when I felt extremely afraid and had to muster up courage and the transits for that but let's get into the calculation so if you haven't listened to any of the part series yet I would suggest listening at least to the part of spirit or part of fortune where we kind of go over the how to calculate these parts more in depth but essentially if you were born during the day so if your sun is above the horizon in your chart you're going to add the degree of your ascendant to the part of fortune and you're going to subtract mars whereas if you were born at night you're adding the ascendant to mars and then you're subtracting the part of fortune and remember that we're not just doing like 22 plus 8 minus 16 it's related to the sign that it's in as well so that you could have up to 360 degrees um, to add or subtract in your calculation. Yeah, go back to that episode, The Part of Fortune, we get into it more. And there are ways of calculating these online, but you do want to make sure that you know if you have a day chart or a night chart. And that, Mm -hmm. yeah, that pretty much sums it up for the calculation. Yeah, go ahead. Give us some uh, some deets on the only like three sources on the internet for part of courage. <laughs> yeah, seriously. As from PG Astrologue, we have the quote of the lot of courage is associated with Mars, thus denoting boldness, betrayal, strength, or raw power, and all evil deeds. Which just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> as. <laughs> As somebody who's just so freaking Sagittarius and optimistic and does, I don't know, I just feel like I'm a good person. What evil deeds am I doing? And what is them like, what What are we going to, what am I going to find out about my part of courage and like where I'm evil? I don't know. I don't know. I also saw that, um, especially back when these parts are these lots, in case you're also like, I'm thinking of, I want to know about the lot of courage. It's the same as the part of courage, the hermetic lots or the Arabian parts. Um, I remember looking into this and seeing that the part of courage was used to see if an individual was uh, active in the military. And I think yes. that through that is where the evil deeds could come through just because of, you know, what goes on in war, or, you know, as a military professional, something like that. It's not so much like where someone's inherent badness is, but rather when somebody's bravery or courage stipulates that they are more important or more prominent than like another person's life. Yes. And like, as far as when we were talking about the part of necessity, we mentioned the whole idea of enemies being a huge part of that and how we're like, mm-hmm. who the, the way it spoke about enemies was so, it, it just made me think of during the times where the enemy, you know, the other city, the other village, the, the true enemies of your life when that was so much more of a prominent, I'm not saying you can't mm-hmm. have enemies, but it, it it, I feel like you could have a you know a, a work colleague enemy where you're like oh my god they're always using my pen you know but then this was like true yeah 
<laughs> enemy type situation. And so you will when- be Sierra's enemy if you continue to do that. <laughs> oh, my students <laughs> and knew. your part of courage shows it. <laughs> oh, my God. My students knew that I had yeah. purple pens that were allotted to me. And if they were not in the places they were supposed to be, like we had to stop what we were doing. I'm like, where's the purple pen? We'll get there. Um, <laughs> but for as far as part of courage with that idea of war, with that idea of you know evil deeds, and it just seems like it's bringing it back to an ancient time being as astrology has mm-hmm. been around forever. And you know it's bringing us back way back when and I think that's what, you know, we've been doing with these part series is applying it to modern world because the information that we do have on it is a lot less, I don't know, modernized yeah. as some of the other topics that we talk about. And so with Mars being that key factor here, Mars is all about, you know, it's the warrior energy. And so we're not literally talking about warriors all the time. We're talking about what does that mean embodying the energy of a warrior? And so when we're talking about anything, uh, you know, battle related, which will come up with in this, you know, part of courage, I think we need to apply that to, you know, your everyday battles, not necessarily going off to war and fighting the Trojans, you know? Yeah, it's like we're translating more archaic archetypes of, you know, when we're talking about the mythology, mythology is showing us like the archetypes of uh, very concentrated personality traits. And we're translating that into more modern times and how we can use that in our daily life. Yeah. Another another thing that kept coming up when I was like, or kept coming up, that came up and I really latched on to was explaining the part of courage as the, the audacity you have behind something. And God, <laughs> yeah. do I just Which, love you know that what? word You cannot so much. use that in a sentence casually because I feel like I had a moment where I was confronting somebody and audacity was the perfect word to use in the sentence. And yeah. I didn't mean it in the trendy, like the audacity of you having done this. It was just like that was quite audacious and you had the audacity to do that and this person got so defensive because it's such a trendy word now and you can't really say it in its meaning anymore but yeah the audacity behind your part of courage and and you know audacity is like boldness isn't it like it's being so bold without hesitation daring it is daring it's like there's a shock value to it because of the oh my gosh you actually did that and like my favorite the reason why i can't say it seriously even though i absolutely love this word so much is from the john mulaney stand-up you know skit that he did where he's talking about how much money he had to pay for university like (laughs) i gave you a hundred twenty (laughs) thousand dollars and you have the audacity to ask me for more money you know and so it was like (laughs) that whole uh, that is what I always think of when I think of audacity. But I, the word is so good, and I really feel like it does encompass the part of courage of oh my god, like there is some sort of mm-hmm. you know there there feels like there's a shock, daring, holy shit, Old they really factor. just did that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and then. Yeah. From Chris Brennan, I also got that the lot of courage is associated with things such as rashness or insolence, treachery, and wickedness. So again, Mars just gets a like- bad rep in in Hellenistic astrology, though. And Chris Brennan is a Hellenistic astrologer, and obviously, we like Mars is a malefic planet. So you've got the two malefics, Mars and Saturn, and then you have the two benefics, which are Venus and Jupiter. So a lot of traditional astrologers are going to see Mars and be like, "Oh, this is a bad planet. It denotes bad things, and it's going to show up as." bad things um but as modern astrologers we can see that all planets have good and bad sides 
Yes. Well put. Because just, yeah, we always, everybody's always like, oh my God, Saturn. Oh my God, it's Mars energy. And it's like, no, we need those energies to get things done. Those are the two energies mm -hmm. that get things done. So this certainly is an energy that gets things done. I mean, rashness, insolence, treachery, wickedness. Like, yes, okay, we can associate those with Mars energy, but Mars is also action, bold, courage, strength, power, you know, so we have all mm -hmm. of that together. So as we go through the, I guess, like you said, traditional ideas of Mars and of the part of courage in general, we're gonna, we're gonna just get that little modern twist on it. It's interesting that we're also using the part of fortune in this calculation too, because the part of fortune is, uh, I want to say it was the first one that we did. Yeah. Um, it's about the health of the body and also about like abundance and and physical like physical and tangible fortune in your life so i think it's really interesting that both the part of fortune and the mars are coming together to create the part of courage and because the part of courage also i want to say that i know i i said some stuff about military earlier in this episode i don't i know that military encompasses so many different like such yeah, a broad of range of of jobs and and didn't mean it any way that it might have come out um but yeah i think it's interesting that the part of fortune and mars are coming together to create this part of courage because it was so associated with the military and with war and the part of fortune has to do with health of the body and health of the mind yeah and it makes sense in that way when you put it just as you did where healthy body and mind makes for the best type of warrior you know in mm -hmm. in that way yeah and, and, and energy like, from that mars that drive and willingness yes the power behind it the i mean yes we'll get into we'll get into the the aries the mars all of that but i mm -hmm. with everything like you said the modern military versus the traditional old times military that we're talking about wartime enemies like we mentioned before yeah that's kind of where that's coming yeah, 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 from yeah. more so than the modern what we know as the military now, but I will say I'm going to bring in, as I like to do, a little bit of the mythology behind this placement because we have mm -hmm. Mars here. And as the part of courage is associated with Mars, it's no surprise that the Roman god Mars, aka the Greek god Ares, is the one associated here. And so Ares is mm -hmm. A-R-E-S, not the zodiac sign. A-R-I-E-S. So they sound the same. But the Greek god Ares is the same, you know, as the Roman god Mars. And so just some little summarizing here from both Oracular Jake and Wikipedia. Ares is the god of war, and people don't usually worship the god of war for obvious reasons. If you have, you know, the, like, victory, you're going to worship the goddess Victory Nike for maybe during a wartime, but very rarely mm. are you going to worship the god of war. And that was something I yeah, found fascinating. Yeah, in hopes to manifest its power. Yeah. Exactly. Because you think of like Greek gods and goddesses and just not just Greek gods and goddesses, gods and goddesses in general from all different types of mythologies around the world. And they always have, at least for me, they always have this notion of greatness and which god or goddess are you worshiping? worshiping and statues and temples and there's actually really not that many when it comes to Mars or Aries and it makes total sense but that mm -hmm. was just such a such a I don't know 
I don't want to say cool revelation, but the just Aries a just have to root for themselves. <laughs> yeah, but also it makes sense that people aren't worshiping war. You know, that's if if war is upon them, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, going to sure. worship one of the other gods or goddesses. And so, anyways, uh, yeah. yeah, they. The another thing that is interesting about that though is that Athena is also associated with war due to wisdom and strategy, but Ares is the god associated with Mars. And so Mars, that's why we're focusing on Ares and not Athena, because Athena is also associated with sometimes wartime things, and we'll get into that in a minute. But mm. Ares is the god of war. Uh, Ares is associated with Mars, so there we go. And this is great, though, because Ares is not just the god of war. He's also the god of courage, so it makes sense. Hello, like a lot of courage. And it that is what really clicked for me. I know at the beginning you mentioned the, you know, maybe it's more of the sun energy coming in with courage there, but I can totally see, which I absolutely see, but I also can really see that Mars coming from courage because courage, at least what we traditionally see as courage for me, does involve stepping up or taking action. I think it can be courageous to do the opposite of that sometimes and to not put yourself in a situation or to not say the thing back to somebody that you want to say to, you know, mm -hmm. take the diplomatic approach can also be its own form of, you know, being courageous. But I think in general, courage comes from a, I did the thing even though it was hard. And so that being associated yeah, with Yeah, confronting Mars, the moment. Exactly. Yeah. So we have not just the God of War, the God of Courage and courage under war circumstances. That makes sense to me. That's something that really does. You have to. I mean, that you're facing a, a very inevitable <laughs> intensity of no people are going to die. Somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to lose. And even though you don't know what the outcome's going to be for yourself, for your friends, family, the side that you're on. You're doing it anyway. That does take courage. That is that Mars energy. That is that Aries war god energy. And so uh, this mm. is a quote from Wikipedia that Aries embodies the physical valor necessary for success in war, but can also personify sheer brutality and bloodlust in contrast to his sister, the armored Athena, whose martial functions include military strategy and generalship. And so I wanted to bring that in mm. here too, because we have Athena as much more that's why she is also associated with war but she's much more of the strategy behind it athena is the like goddess of wisdom and war strategy and then we mm. have aries which is the god of war itself and so they are in mythology siblings and so yes i just thought that this was like the interesting mythology point of it all is that when Ares does show up in mythological tales, the story usually ends up with him facing humiliation. It's actually not like the god of war is here and, you know, and we're all worshiping him. It's like he's kind of humiliated. Like it sh that shows up when he shows up in the Trojan War and the, you know, hmm. in those stories. So that was just a little bit of the mythology behind the astrology. And I can see how we can really you know, hone in on the Mars aspect of it when we separate Aries and Athena when it comes to mm. that warlike energy. Interesting. Welcome back to Please Don't Skip This Ad for our awesome Patreon group. <laughs> we would love to have you guys as a part of our community. We are chatting with people on our Discord. We have a whole second podcast over there, and it's a really, really good time. 
Yeah, if you like the vibe of The Stars Made Me Do It, you'll definitely love Transits and Tangents, which you can find on Spotify and sign up through Spotify. It takes you directly to Patreon. There are three tiers that you can choose from. You could be a pop star for just three bucks. It's basically a cheap diner coffee where you just get access to the Discord community and you can chat with us at any point. We're there day and night. It's a lot. And then you can get episodes five days early every week, too. So you can hear the episodes that come out on Sunday on Tuesday every week. And then you can also just support the Firestorm, which we would love. Our second tier is the Rockstars for six bucks. Consider this like a Starbs coffee. Again, you can join us on Discord. You get early access, but you also get exclusive episodes every other week. So you get 50% access to all of the second podcast. And then our last tier, the third tier, it's our superstars, the most popular. It's only nine bucks a month. This is like your favorite local coffee house with all the bells and whistles. You get the Discord, you get early access, and you get 100% of the exclusive episodes every week. You can also guest on an episode if you want uh, where we do some analysis, which we're basically talking about on Discord all the time anyway. We have such a fun Discord community, such a fun Patreon community. It is really like all the all the behind the scenes chat that we get to do. We talk about fun, different analysis that maybe we'll do one day on the podcast. But we also get to know you. And that way, when we're going mm-hmm. over the transits of the week and we're talking about the astrological weather report, it's not just about us, it's about you. And so if you're interested in how the planets are actually affecting you on a personal level, then this is really the place to join us. Also, we just, <laughs> it's a lot of chatty good times and it's a little, it's a little more silly. And so we got super education of what's going on and we have silly get to know us really like we're a community over there. So check us out. We'd love to have you. And we do have free trial going on if you'd like to dabble and see what it's like. Yeah. Seven days free trial. So go join us on patreon.com slash the stars made me do it. And now back to the show. Um, I also saw, and I appreciated this perspective from traditionalmedicalastrology.org, where they brought in the psychological kind of delineations of the part of courage being feeling rightful, unwavering, and powerful. And that brought me back to Lilith, like that rightful rage uh, mentality or feeling. And it's almost like there's nothing that's going to stop me because the ego is strong where your part of courage is, right? If we're relating it to Mars, my will and my ego are very strong and I'm going to take action from this place of ego and will. um, Because, you know, I feel like the part of courage is a reactionary placement. You know, we, we, see something and instantly we take action from it that's Aries it's impulsive or that's Mars also that it's impulsive it's taking action immediately without really thinking about it it's just going off of um its instinct and its survival that is great though I like can you can you say it again because I really liked how it was put the quote yeah so the psychological delineations are feeling rightful unwavering and powerful rightful unwavering and powerful those yeah, that feels very Aries God associated and Mars energy. Rightful, like that mm. rightful rage. And powerful, yeah. power is the word that keeps coming up for me here. Mm. Yeah, you've got to have- Yeah, I well, mean, there's power in showing your bravery and, and in being yeah. courageous. Yeah. You know, you feel powerful. You feel like you have taken up your space, which is very Martian as well. And empowered in a way, like when you're mm-hmm. when you're empowered- I think it's, I think they can all kind of mesh together that I'm mm-hmm. step, I'm, 
I am going to stand up for something. I am going to access that courage. I am feeling, I don't know, it's it's fiery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is super fiery. And I was thinking about, you know, the part of fortune is uh delineated from the moon but we do use the sun in the calculation with the part of fortune so it is solar in its energy yeah. as well and so like this part of courage using mars using the sun using the moon and the ascendant it's very much soul related but also will related um yeah. not related to a man named will but like your <laughs> free will related <laughs> this is, so it we're is talking it is about will fiery smith in nature related <laughs> will smith's part of her <laughs> oh boy could i go down a rabbit hole with that <laughs> oh man now i have to look that up oh no okay <laughs> Anyway, let's get into our parts of courage or part of courage is still still undecided. So Sierra, you mentioned, I don't know if you actually mentioned it while we were recording, but you have a one degree Virgo part of courage. How do you feel one like that shows up? Virgo. Okay, so super excited that it's something that's not in Aquarius, because even though I don't have any planets in or I don't even know if I have any asteroids in Aquarius, but I've got every other part basically in Aquarius. So I'm excited. First, and Libra. And Libra. So the air signs are strong. Air signs yeah. are strong when it comes to these parts. And so it's exciting to have something else. And one degree of Virgo. Mm. Well, that is exactly square. My Well, not exactly, but my my sun is zero degrees Sag. My Venus is zero degrees Sag. Sorry. Five degrees Sag for Venus, zero degrees Sag for my sun. And so one degree Virgo, that's squaring that energy. And I can feel that as far as... I am such a, I have this ability to notice really tiny details in, in what seems like unimportant areas, but in many areas, I notice very tiny details. It's not going to be in your traditional, like I noticed the comma was in the wrong place in grammar. It's more like I picked up on somebody, you know, uh, wore these earrings and they wore them a different time. And then, oh, but this was a little bit out of place over there. Or I don't know, it's just tiny little details that I notice. And I was thinking about that in relation to this part of courage. And I think I could be the person who noticed the thing that could make a difference in an argument. And it's whether or not I'm going to stand up and say it, or if I'm just going to let it go because Sag energy, you know, if there's like mm. some sort of I guess justice wait, that I feel. Wait, did you just say that Sag is let it go and not just stay the thing energy? I think, I mean, as a rule, absolutely not. As a, as a, <laughs> um, it, I think it's more if it's not involving me, if the situation isn't involving me. And I think that Sag is, we, we'd like to, we'd like this to be fun. We'd rather this be fun. And if this isn't, you know, I, I could see if it was my parents that are arguing about something and I'm like, oh, I just want them to get their like spat out of the way. I'd rather like, let's go and do the thing we were going to do versus if I know the tiny detail, it's like, well, you said that you were mad that we didn't leave on time. And I saw that the clock was at 32, mm. not at 30. So technically we did leave late. I think that there's like, there's some little things, which is very Virgo, like detail and I, I would say emotion removed energies that I really pick up on hmm. and yes Sag does want to say the thing of course but I think that that's where it can come together where that square energy can come together and I will say the thing if it is something that I am feeling this truth needs to be said because I think that Sagittarius truth is a much more of a <laughs> blunt nature and it is just put out there whereas Virgo is much more of a calculated nature mm -hmm. 
So I think that there is some sort of energy that I feel between the two there, but in, it's very interesting because for me, one degree Virgo in Placidus is in my eighth house and one degree Virgo in whole sign is in my 10th. Yeah. And so that's a completely different energy. And I guess as far as being courageous, there's something that I've always felt where I notice details about something that could be a game changer and it's whether or not I say it can make a difference. Mm. That has been something that I felt. And maybe that doesn't come across because maybe I don't always say it, but I do notice it. I do notice the details of something that I feel in some sort of argument or big, you know, big moment. If I were to share that, that it could make a difference mm. in like, a, you know, turning the tides. Yeah. I'm thinking about can courage exist without fear also existing you know like, like how do we know we're Ooh. being courageous without Ooh. knowing that we're afraid Ooh, Ooh. that's a different podcast maybe that's deep <laughs> know, it's 9 a.m over here because <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to think of moments that i've been extremely courageous well i was trying to think of moments you've been courageous but i also you know i'm not in your head but so i was like so in order to find moments that i'm really courageous I have to know moments that I was really afraid, right? That it didn't, it can't exist yeah. without the other, except for, you know, when, you know, it courage or bravery is just inherent in you and you don't even realize that it's something to be afraid of, which could definitely be a trait in like the fire signs who just act without yes. even assessing what's going on around them as an archetype, not as humans, um, because we have more placements than just our fire signs. But I was trying to think for you, like in moments that you felt like you had to be really courageous or in moments where you felt a lot of fear and you had to overcome it, if those Virgo themes were coming through. Yeah. Which you'd have I'm to think about. Think. Yeah. A little bit more. Yeah. 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 I, I guess there is being thorough and being very detail oriented is not something that excites my Sag placements. Mm -hmm. So that in a way I wouldn't say is necessarily a fear, but anything like paperwork, it's not just, I don't want to do it. It's like such a fear of doing it wrong. Mm. And so I think that that can come up with that courage where when you activate it, you know, maybe wow, there is yeah. some sort of fear there, but then when it's activated and you can do it, because that is something that I definitely feel. Yeah. I'm just thinking about for you, both the eighth house and the 10th house, what they have in common is like governing bodies. It's the government, you know, like eighth house is taxes yeah. and 10th house is literally the government that like rules us and society and stuff. And I know mm -hmm. you do. And then Virgo, like the mundane, the little things that we need to do like i know it's been a process for you with your small business to like uh um register for certain things and sign up for you know specific the little things that go into making sure that your business is legitimate and Being that a also in takes a lot of courage for you yeah like that as yeah, well you are quite governed by your local and your um large government body in france and and that squares my sun and venus which is just like desire for freedom exactly yeah yeah so the nomadic that, lifestyle yeah having that ooh, ooh, yeah that ain't nobody got time for a detail-oriented paperwork when you want to live a nomadic <laughs> lifestyle i'll tell you what but yeah. yeah that feels like it's fitting more with i will i still stand by what i said about the detail-oriented stuff but oh I, for sure i think that 
where I could see this playing into that part of courage or where I can kind of see part of courage definition coming out more as I look at my own part of courage is where is that fear that when you do step into it and own it gets you, you know, through to the other side type of energy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not fear that you give into. It's fear that you like yeah, that you confront. I feel like confrontation is really big in this part of courage. Yeah. It's, even if it's not confrontation in, a, in the way that we normally hear the word AK, like picking a fight with somebody or bringing mm-hmm. up a, an argument, it's confronting the moment that's presented to you. Yeah. And that's where, yeah. for me, that's I really see it with my part of courage. So my part of courage is an Aquarius. I've got 21 degrees Aquarius, a lot of courage, which is exactly sextal to my son, which is 21 degrees of Aries. Um, so in whole sign, this is in my seventh house, which is how I'm looking at it. I haven't even really explored it being in my sixth house in Placidus, but in whole sign, it's in my seventh house. And I was thinking about the courage and flip side of fear, because I do have a lot of fears when it comes to relationships and especially setting myself apart or, uh, not fitting the mold or being different than what, uh, my typical role in relationships was or has been like, what I was conditioned to be as a person in a, in relationship to other people. And I feel like a lot of moments that have asked me to be brave have been moments where I had to set myself apart and be an individual and show my own unique qualities of me. So for example, um, in the beginning of 2022, sorry, no, 2023, never know what year we're in. It's, it's all a jumble at this point. <laughs> I don't know how old I am either. Don't worry about it. I think I told someone the other day that I was 27 and I was like, wow, maybe you're literally about to turn 30. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of 2023, I set out to do um, open mics and, you know, sing and play guitar at open mics. And I wanted to do it before my birthday, which is in April because um, my solar return, the, my moon in the solar return was a, was a leo moon so i was like okay i should get back on stage and i'd always been on stage uh from a very young age i got my degree in acting and i'd always been on stage but it was always as a character i could always hide myself like literally hiding anything that's unique about me by blending into a character by blending into a person that was completely different from me and this open mic situation i had never felt such fear of being on stage because i was really showing myself and I was setting myself apart from like the mold that you know we put ourselves in when we're in groups of people and I looked at the transits for this day which by the way for anybody listening this we lay the foundation of this is what we've found online and the mythology behind it to lay the foundation of what it is we're exploring and then we go over our parts um to help you kind of discover how you can go over your part of courage as well. Um, And it's really helpful to look at the transits and retroactively assess like, okay, I know that this moment was a time that I had to be really brave. I had to be courageous. What was going on on this day? And on the day of my first ever open mic, the sun was exactly conjunct my part of courage. up! (laughs) Right? Isn't that wild? So, so wild. So that means that, you know, the sun is about shining and is about being individual and, you know, showing your light. And also the sun literally rules performance, right? It's a ruler of Leo. Leo rules being on stage and actors and talents. So the sun was saying, all right, time to shine your uh, light and, and show your talent. 
via overcoming this moment of fear and being really brave and being really courageous. I love this. Right. I'm also thinking of, if you don't know, Mimi's got a fab candle business. Go check mm. her out at harveymount.alchemy. But you did, and you still do, a whole line of candles that you donate to different mm -hmm. causes. And yeah. I remember when that was coming out, that was a big fear, understandably yeah. so, because of what the response would be of people who may or may not support those causes. They're very important issues. And, yeah. you know, then people tend to have strong opinions <laughs> on those type of, yeah. you know, causes. And so I remember that being, and I mean, it has had, it. I love that, that I know that I can, oh, this is a way in which I can support. And it helps people like me that are like, I want to do something. And yeah. What do I do? And so, but I know that that was such a, that was a challenge to overcome when totally. you started doing that. And that's a humanitarian Aquarian topic to me. Yeah. And I wanted to bring that up, but I also didn't want to be like, well, I'm a, like, I'm not a social activist. Like I'm just a human who wants to feel like I'm helping in some capacity. And for me, sharing on social media ad nauseum is like not the way that I can contribute so it was really like and yes yeah, so i have a candle business it's called harvey mountain alchemy and i have a non-profit line and i started the non-profit line when roe v wade got overturned and i created my uterus candle and i donate 100 percent of the profits to abortionfunds.org i've opened many other um non-profit candles since then you are welcome to go check it out on my website harveymountalchemy.com i don't feel bad plugging that because my part of courage and no. aquarius is like Fuck go yeah. support that and yeah. <laughs> help people around the world <laughs> uh <laughs> So yeah, absolutely. That was a big moment for me to say, okay, I'm taking a stance in some capacity and saying like, this is what I believe in. And that was another thing of, um, you know, Aquarius, I know we always kind of associate beliefs with uh, Pisces or Sagittarius, especially, but Aquarius is more social beliefs, social causes, humanitarian beliefs, stuff like that. So, and I do think that that has taken a level of bravery as well. And related somewhat related is my first ever solo market that I had to do I was literally on my bathroom floor with the worst vertigo like stress-induced vertigo which I get every now and then and I was so scared to do my first ever market alone and it again follows the theme same as open mic of um showing up as myself and showing setting myself apart and being different show like I don't know just being as um as not fitting the mold as is authentic to me. And on that day, Saturn was exactly conjunct my part of courage. Damn. And then Mercury and the North Node were exactly square the part of courage. And Mercury rules vending and it rules, you know, community outreach. Mercury to me is very farmer's market vibes. So that also, there's another transit that showed you are going to be pushed to be courageous on this day. That is so, I love that you have the exact transits that are just too obvious to ignore. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. When I saw that, it was the, and that's where I'm like, okay, so now on every year of this date, I think it was February 8th, was when the sun was at 21 degrees of Aquarius. It's like, okay, so now every day or every year on that day, there's maybe a more strong potential to be brave and to show up and be courageous and whatever themes my part of courage is like what zodiac sign it's in you know it's so interesting because mine would always always show up then like back to school week 
it was always yes i was just thinking that back to school yeah. week and there is an element of you know that sh that shift from summer freedom to mundane mm -hmm. everyday scheduled life and i actually love it but there is something that or i would say when i embrace it i i thrive but there is that shift that can yeah. feel really um I don't know, like where you do have to stand up and be brave and where you, you got to put your war paints on. Yeah. 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 Especially as a teacher, when I had my first day of school as a teacher, yeah, that's what I mean, <laughs> shit, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. um, that is a, yeah, exactly. You're shifting from the free summertime as your Sagittarius like desires freedom to, all right, have I done all the things that I need to do for, you know, the education, the betterment of, um, you know, my students. And if it being in the 10th house that really fits like in the workplace, have I yeah. done all the things that I know need to get done in order to work, you know, work basically. Yeah, God, I hate it. That fits. That fits really. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, don't make me check yeah. my emails. Don't make me respond to people. Just let me do my thing. Just let me do my thing and trust mm -hmm. me that I'm doing it. <laughs> but it's true yeah. though, because when the little baby details are taken care of, there is a sense of freedom that comes from you know everything's checked, everything's fine, and you know you can do it, you step up into it, and you know you can do it, but that is really interesting thinking about how it comes up at that time of year. And I had this realization, mm. well, this is not about a part, but um, I had a realization that I always have a really difficult week in January. It's always a really mm. difficult time. And there's something that comes up. I remember reflecting back and being like, why is it this time of year? Is something always going on? And I'm like, oh my God, it's my Saturn in Capricorn. Every time the sun is passing mm. over my Saturn in Capricorn, there's something that is really challenging. And now like I've had my Saturn's return. I've embraced it. And the past last year was great, you know, because I, I also kind of knew it was coming and I paid attention to it more and took on the challenge as opposed to you know just try to ignore or fight against the challenge and so i feel like that's just a great yeah. reminder for any placement in your chart but definitely when we're talking about this like as mimi has given these great examples of the actual you know conjunct like planet on top of her part of courage mm. a moment an opportunity to be more courageous and so check that out thinking for me one degree Virgo, I know that's going to be at the very beginning of Virgo season, you know, yours is 21 degrees Aquarius, it's going to be, you know, towards that, like, the past the middle, you know, of Aquarius mm -hmm. season. And so those are just interesting, interesting transits to look up. Again, if you want more information on transits, go check our other podcast out on Patreon, patreon.com slash stars, maybe do it, because that is a great thing to keep in mind, which you know, I'm going to be paying attention to these Virgo transits whenever they are coming up, seeing when there's going to be more opportunities for me to be brave. Yeah. 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 You know, and then looking at the different aspects too, like you had mentioned your son being square, your part of courage and um, just paying attention, like, okay, what planets are assisting me in being brave and in showing courage versus which ones are pushing me in a way that might be a little more uncomfortable. 
For example, I have my um, part of courage in a square to my midheaven. So my midheaven being in Taurus really wants things to be calm and chill. And like, I don't want to have to talk about anything. I just want things to stay the way, the way they are. Um, I want things to be beautiful. And um, whereas the part of courage in Aquarius is like, I'm going to change the game and I want to make, I want to, I want to stir shit up and I want to absolutely like uproot everything in, for the sake of like progress in some way that Taurus Aquarius, the courage isn't in uh, like in an effort to aid my career or the way that I show up in yes. um, public, but it's more there to help me in my relationships, right? The seventh house stuff. And so then it teaches me to compartmentalize my personal relationships with my, uh, with my workplace, <laughs> me hosting a podcast with my BFF. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yes. It's so like that Taurus Aquarius, what you just said, like where's Midheaven seventh house, you know, where Taurus Mm -hmm. wants everything to stay the same and Aquarius wants everything to change. And Taurus (laughs) has an idea of how things should be. And Aquarius has a completely different view of how things are in general. And so, yeah, look at that. that, And we both have that square energy when it comes to our part of courage, where Sagittarius wants freedom, wants wants truth and but it's like a personal truth it wants the the justice part of it it wants the philosophy it wants the bigger picture it is the telescope and then you've got virgo that wants the detail oriented wants it done how it's supposed to be done wants there to be like steps you know one through 20 and it is the microscope and so you have this approach to the world with my you know or just my general life force and then when you have to be courageous, it's like it's not enough to have a big picture idea. You've got to have proof. You've got to have details. You've got to have done things. You need receipts. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Yeah. See, that gives me like uh, just like nausea <laughs> thinking about, oh, God, when people are like, do you want a receipt? I'm like, why? Why would I want a receipt? Oh, I meant like receipts <laughs> as an evidence. But yes, also receipts. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. Like, everything's online. Why? No, I get I get what you mean. But with literal receipts, too. I'm like, what do people do with receipts? Don't. You don't need to let me know. Sometimes we're like, listeners, let us know what you do. I don't want to know. <laughs> don't tell me. <laughs> Keep it to yourself, would you? <laughs> Keep your receipts to yourself and your reasons. <laughs> but all of that is to say, see how it plays with your other placements. See how it plays with the time mm. of year. That I love. I love and I want to look into that. Yeah. So there you go. There's our part of courage. It's our penultimate part in the part series. Penultimate? Up next. Yes. What does penultimate mean? <gasps> Second to last. <gasps> I didn't know that. Learn something new every day. Wow. It's a fantastic word. There you go. No, yeah. You didn't learn about part of courage. You learned about penultimate. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm taking away. From... <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm taking away from today. <laughs> All righty. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. Check out our other episodes in the part series if you are interested in finding out, you know, we've got victory, we've got necessity, fortune, spirit, we've got a bunch of parts in our part series. And go back for that calculation if you are interested in doing it yourself. And just remember when you're calculating it yourself to, if you're doing so online or with the, you know, really in detail calculation, make sure you know if you have a day chart or a night chart. If you're curious about that, reach out to Mm -hmm. us at the stars maybe podcast on instagram or join our amazing astro community over at patreon.com slash stars maybe do it and i guess for now mimi 
Why did we chat about the part of courage today? Because the stars made us do it. 